Welcome to the Top 5 of Death, a weekly podcast where the hosts deliver a top 5 list on a given topic. After each episode, the lists go up on the top5ofdeath.com website, where the listeners vote for the list they agree with the most. The winner with the most votes writes deaths on how the other co-hosts die, using subject matter from the previous episode. Listen and die. DJ, she was uh, like, there was oral sex going on. Bro, I love the Ku Klux Klan, but I hate women. You guys are effing me. My name is Madam here, just pounding out. Oliver Walters is my fifth. Jeff will never not be here. <laughs> this is a game that's kind of like chess, only you play it with your nipples. To answer a tough question about Lord of the Rings, because I was talking to somebody today about Lord of the Rings, and I don't think a- I know. And welcome to Top 5 of Death. Did you hear record? I did hear record. <laughs> uh, I have a tough question about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. You know, we're we gotta do the show though first. <laughs> are you gonna edit that out or you're gonna No no no, it's staying in there. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Yeah, it has to stay in there. But anyways, welcome to this week's episode of Top Five of Death. As you can tell, this isn't that stupid goofy bastard Matt who's talking right now. Because it's me. I'm running it today. Stupid goofy bastard that bro. F- I'm not the stupid fuck. I mean we- <laughs> I'm not the stupid <laughs> I have fucked up. <laughs> you know what? It never you know, yeah, you really are the stoofy. Shut up. All right. Shut it, up. Introduce us. I'm trying to. <laughs> I, it's always a train wreck whenever I start it off. <laughs> but I think people enjoy train wrecks. Go on. You know what? They do. Anyways. Not passengers on trains. It depends on who it is. 145-year-old man would. <laughs> okay. Listen to what's goofy <laughs> to hear more about that. Okay. Go ahead. Anyways, introduce us. Anyways. So as you can tell, I'm fro. Because <laughs> everything fucked up already. And to my left... As you can hear, that little giggly bastard. That's BWK. Hi, everybody. There he is. Stay tuned for a Lord of the Rings question. (laughs) Uh, And there might be an unfamiliar little little giggle in the background, too. Uh, We don't have Matt. We don't have DJ. And Jeff's on his honeymoon. But we do have a uh, someone coming back to the show. Oh, and it's not Dooley. So forget that. It's it's Cat. Hey. What episode was that? The one we're on now, or <laughs> no, not the one we're on now. Oh, Cat, what was the last episode you were on? Nineties crushes. Oh, that's a great one yeah, too. Yeah, I had fun. Who's your number one? Do you remember? Joshua Jackson. Who? Oh, that's a nineties hunk. That is. Yeah. A, wow. Do you think he was considered a hunk, or was he just like cute? He's a babe. Yeah. Oh, he was a babe, mm-hmm. dude. A tiger, right? Tiger beat. That was a magazine. Yep. I mean, I had like a giant poster of him and James Vanderbeek on my. Was door. James Vanderbeek considered to be a hunk? Uh, I think he was more of a heartthrob than a hunk. What's the difference? Uh, <laughs> good question. <laughs> you know what? I'll take my answer off the, off, <laughs> off the air. <laughs> but anyways, Cat is back, which thank you for being back. And thanks for having me. Of course. It's my show now. Why the <laughs> hell not? <laughs> anyway, it's not my show. I'm sorry, Matt. Don't listen to this part. Who cares? Uh, yeah. You know what, Matt? It is my show. It's actually, it's our show. It's everybody's show. It's your show. Hey, thank you. But anyways, uh... Right now, as you can tell, Jeff's not here. He actually won two weeks ago mm-hmm. when we did top five trucks. So he broke his streak. He broke his streak. He, now that he's on the show, he finally won. Yep. Which I think is great. But it also, I think, was a pity one because we were just like, just vote for Jeff. Maybe maybe so. But uh, he also w- uh, kind of complained a little bit that he hadn't won in 10 weeks. <laughs> and then he had been on for 10 weeks in a row. Week 11, he wins and he's not on. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know what? He has a great excuse. As most people saw on the Facebook, Jeff got married. Yeah. And he's got definitely more important things to be doing than being with us. He's on his honeymoon right now in, you guessed it, Disney World. <laughs> the happiest place on earth. <laughs> but like anytime someone's not on the show, it's there's a 50-50 chance they're at Disney. <laughs> I would no. say it's like a 75% chance they're at Disney. <laughs> not me, though. 0% chance. Bro, when's the last time you went? Uh, when I was like five. Uh, you got to come again, man. No way. Come come with me, my brother. No way, my brother. <laughs> um, no, I'm that dude that's so anti-Disney. Because I'm I'm the one that hates amusement parks. And everybody's like trying to convince me it's far more than an amusement park. Yeah, you hate amusement parks, don't you? Kinda, yeah. Actually, yeah, I do. <laughs> I do a lot. Do you like Disney? She though. goes a lot, but boy, does she hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Miserable. I have never heard anyone scream in real life and like actual terror. <laughs> I, I've been to a few amusement parks with Cat where, God love her, she actually goes on the rides, but her eyes are closed and she is screaming full volume <laughs> the entire yeah, time. I was convinced I was going to meet my death in the <laughs> Harry Potter ride on Universal. I was like, this is it. This which, is how I go. Which I will remind listeners is not a scary ride. <laughs> oh, no. Like the teacups? <laughs> it's like, it's a, a very kind of mild ride where you sort of like float in a seat. A cat was full volume screaming the entire time <laughs> i think somebody thought it was like a sound effect it might have been chinbo <laughs> thought it was an actual sound effect in the ride I, yeah i don't do rides though at all i don't trust them at all really so i don't i won't do disney all right I, I okay i sorry i i'll change my stance on that i will most likely end up doing disney because my girlfriend is very very much into disney uh-huh. so now i'll probably have to get dragged along because she really wants oh, to go. Oh, bro, I'd love to go with you. Just do all the dark rides. Those ones are like relaxing and fun. I think all of them are death traps. I don't care how <laughs> relaxing it is. <laughs> Even though like statistically nobody dies on rides. No way. Everybody dies on rides. That's, in my, that's my thought process. If you go on a ride, you are going to die. There's okay. a six flag death every summer. See? Like, we haven't had one yet, so it's coming. It's coming. And that's that going to be me. Horrible statistic. <laughs> I feel like there is, though, at least like two Six Flag deaths every summer, like one on each coast. Right? It's like every single rocket ship that goes in the air explodes. Exactly. I guess somebody died at Disney this year. See? I go. It's going to be me. But it was, that little, it was that little boy that got eaten by an alligator outside of the park. Doesn't matter. No, he was staying at a Disney resort, though. Yeah, but that's not. He wasn't in the like. Park and then the there was another out. alligator like two days later in Splash Mountain, like hanging out in the water when you come down on the. Oh plane. yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'll be sitting there eating my fucking cotton candy, shaped like Mickey's head. I'm assuming. I would hope yeah. so. And all of a sudden, I have no leg, and yeah. it's not because I just got di- diabetes. I almost said diarrhea. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Both are pretty bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lose my leg because I have diabetes. It's because a fucking gator is chomping on my fucking kneecap. Yep. <laughs> no, thank you. Imagine losing your leg because you had such bad diarrhea. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> it's just like toxic and burns it off. <laughs> like, That'd be messed up. Like, blo- yeah. like the alien's blood in Alien. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so... We're uh, we're doing an episode. I guess we should probably get going. Oh wait, so oh, uh, yeah. Jeff doesn't have his deaths. Jeff he's doesn't on his have honeymoon. a death. He he told us he's like, despite me being on my honeymoon, I got a death ready for you guys. We didn't get one. Yeah, we didn't get one. Um, also, before we get started on the show, I wanted to ask my hard. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I don't know very much about Lord of the Rings, and um, we were talking about impressions earlier, uh, and Cat 
tried a Gollum impression, which I will not make you do on the show. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Fro did one, and it was pretty good, too. I'll do mine. Yeah, do yours. You stupid hobbits. Wow, it's pretty- really good. Right. What do you think, Kat? That sounds pretty good, but I think <laughs> mine's is better. We'll just do the entire episode as good. Oh, okay, Ronnie, you'll do an impression. No, you're going to have to stop. But, uh, so, uh, People I was, are probably like, what the fuck is going on? Today I was talking. <laughs> They've already turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> today I was talking to uh, the King of Mars, Eric Williams. That's an old deep cut from okay. uh, Top 5. Um, and I was asking him. Uh, why the ring is so powerful. And if there are multiple rings, why is destroying one no, of them going to take only care of one? A- it's one ring to rule them all. But didn't the guy make multiple rings? He did. They were all handed out, but I believe all of them were destroyed. Yeah. They were all given out to all the different, like, kind of like species, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like humans, dwarves, elves, so on and so on. And there was one, I think, uh, Sauron wanted the strongest ring of them all <clears throat> and so he had another one forged for him so he had one made for himself i think so okay i'm and no that's expert th- that's the ring of power pretty much and the one that makes Gollum go insane essentially he yeah. he's uh, on the battlefield blah 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 and he gets his finger cut off by king so-and-so Ki- yeah king so-and-so that sounds <laughs> all right that sounds very uh middle earthy yeah Is that sounds it, uh, very tolkien what's his face lee this is a really fun part of the show where we all try to remember a name. <laughs> uh, Lee no. so. so his finger gets cut off by yeah. Lee, maybe. Lee so-and-so. And <laughs> Lord Lee so-and-so. And it kind of lands on the battlefield or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Time goes on. and Frodo picks it up. Gollum. Oh, picks Gollum, it picks, Gollum it picks it up. He's like... When he's still Smeagol. Wh- when he's still... Yeah, he's Smeagol. Got it. Which is what his name was when he's a hobbit. So he's walking around barefoot, big hairy feet. How much of this is relevant to the quick answer about why this ring is so important? About so, why so destroying this ring would save the world? Oh, I don't have a clue. I, I went just, off track. Is it just about... <laughs> you really did. <laughs> is it just about uh, getting rid of it so that no one can have it? So I think he, well, I think his essence is still around because of the ring. Yeah. Uh, the bad guy. Sauron, yeah. Yeah. So Sauron can destroy the planet as long as that ring exists. But if the ring gets destroyed, the pl- he cannot do anything. Pretty much. He's useless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Then he's just a big eye. So the other rings had already previously been destroyed. Yeah. So it isn't that destroying this one will destroy those two. No, they're already gone. Yeah. Okay. They're just, I don't so think then they why really... do the elves think that if the ring is destroyed, they will all die? I don't know. I don't remember that at all. Lee Pace. That's his name. Oh, I love Lee Pace. Me too. Uh, sure. Cool. That's the character he plays in the movie? He's an elf king. He's Legolas's dad. Damn. Yeah. That guy pops up. Damn. He Damn. pops up in such like interesting spots. Like He's mm-hmm. in Guardians of the Galaxy as Ronan. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's a great actor. Great uh, underappreciated actor. Also the pie maker and Pushing Daisies. We should probably get started. Hey, we're talking about movies. We it's top get five favorite things you've seen Lee Pace in. Go. <laughs> uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> That's uh, all I got. Uh, list over. So uh, <laughs> let's talk about this week's episode. Right. So it's actually the antithesis of what we've just been talking about. We're actually going to do top five worst movies. You think that's the antithesis of what we were just talking well, about? Well, because Lord of the Rings is a great movie. So now we're talking about bad movies. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wasn't wrong. I may have been, you know, beating around the bush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the opposite, right? So worst, that's what worst movies. Means. Worst movies. Take that how you will. Is it movies that you actually hate? 
Uh-huh. Is it movies that are just bad, but you actually fucking love them? That could be it. We'll have to find out. I will... Stay tuned. Warn the audience that we did this topic already. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we did this topic already. I. Uh, it is episode 10. Wow. <laughs> It was three years ago we did it. So, um, well, that's 130 episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think everybody forgot. Yeah, it's about time for a little refresher. I think. And those people who were listening back then, don't listen now. Of course they do. No. Yes, we hear from them all the time. I feel like we're such a self-deprecating podcast. We're like nobody even listens to the show. <laughs> I know. But then you look at the stats. It's like tons of people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we actually get we get a lot of uh, interaction on the Facebook. Yeah, it's getting more and more every week, which I like. And. Um, yeah, keep but. interacting with us because it <laughs> makes us think that you care, but we still will pretend like you guys don't exist. <laughs> oh, quick shout out to uh, Uncle Bob. Uncle Bob, Uncle correct. Bob. Yeah, we met uh, Uncle Bob at the at a wedding at Jeff's at wedding. Jeff at Jeff's wedding, and uh, he listens to the show, and we appreciate that that he does that. So, and he said I was his favorite character, and I'm Aww. a real person. So. <laughs> character? Yeah, I'm a character of myself. You know. Also, uh, Uncle Bob, that hurts. <laughs> it hurts a lot to hear, and I had to hear it from Fro. Okay. Sorry. Let's kick it off. Fro, do you want to go num- number five? I'll go number two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> start with five. <laughs> I'll start with five. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to, okay. I'm going to kind of fuck with my list real fast. And I'm going to go with a movie. I'm going to put number five because this is actually a movie I legitimately think is probably one of the worst movies ever made. Hate this movie. Spill it. Hate it. I'm gonna go with. Uh, people seem to love this movie too, and I don't know why. For the love of God, blow it at us. Blow it out my ass for you. Will I? <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> Pink flamingos. Don't think I know this one. It is a John Waters film. Oh, okay. With Divine. Divine. And somebody eats shit, right? Divine eats dog shit in the movie. Yeah. Almost like legitimate really, dog shit. She really does. And too. you don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> but it wasn't eating dog. If it was like supposed to be funny. Isn't it? No. I, I don't think I've seen it. I don't think it's supposed to be funny. It's shock. I, I saw, I used to watch like a, I think I watched a bunch of John Waters movies like, like when I was like 14 or something because I thought I was being super indie. Well, I think like this Cry Baby. Yeah. I think that's John Waters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hairspray, which is a good movie. Yeah. So uh, Cry And I think Cry Baby is supposed to be a good movie. I actually yeah. never seen it. But. Pink Flamingo, this is in his days where he was just shocking. Mm-hmm. It's like the Howard Stern of movies. Yeah. Ah. Isn't there like an old lady in a baby crib yes. or something? So there's the egg lady who she has this brutal voice where she's like, I need my eggs. I need my eggs. Just like <laughs> talking about fucking <laughs> eggs for no reason. And she just wants somebody to deliver her eggs. And I don't know what this movie is. I up. think this movie is an art piece. It's so a, I don't yeah. think it's. I, I don't think you can be critical of it the same way you'd be critical of like Iron Man three or something. No, I can. I will. Be. Okay. It's not. I mean, it's not. It's It's classified as a transgressive black comedy. Hmm. By John Waters. By John Waters. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find the synopsis on this real quick. Okay. Uh, or quick, quick plot. Do you uh, have any history with John Waters, Cat? Um. I like Hairspray. I like Crybaby. Um, Pecker's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I haven't seen any of his like, weirder Did ones. Did you ever see the one uh, with Tracy Ullman? And Which one is that? And uh, Johnny Knoxville. What's oh, called? shit. What's the name of that movie? It's like that one that was like, rated NC-17. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it right now. It was like the plot was that 
these people had like run out of like sex acts. So they decided to try to like find a new sex act. That's like the plot of the movie. Like raunchy or something? It's really raunchy, yeah. But oh I can't say I caught that one. Uh and it turns out like what they come up with is headbutting each other. So yeah. stupid. It's really Some of those movies are dumb. It's really dumb. And it's like it's clearly like meant to be like kind of chopped up into these like little shocking moments. Um yeah, what the hell is that called though? Someone's listening screaming at the screen right now. <laughs> Do you have a synopsis of this movie? Uh yeah, so it follows Divine, who is a uh shit. This is Pink Flamingo, right? Pink Flamingos, yes. Shit. My phone sucks and it just opened up Google for some strange reason. Um it follows Divine, who goes by Babs Johnson in the movie. Uh, she's a criminal, blah, blah, blah. And it follows them, and they live in this trailer. And her, it lives with them, her mentally ill, egg-loving mother, Edie, the delinquent son, Crackers, and a traveling companion, Cotton. Um, okay, so that's a travel movie. There's no traveling. It's just them just in this trailer, and then just weird shit happens. I don't fucking know. It's stupid. All right, then let's just move on. But well, no, the movie the movie consists of uh, divine eating shit. Uh, some dude fucking a chicken. It's like an actual like live. Ew, really? Sex scene of him, like fucking a, a chicken. Oh, and like that. they kill it on they kill it or whatever. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I don't remember. There's a prolapsed asshole and everything in it too. I don't know. It sucks. It's so bad. My uh-huh. brother was traumatized by this movie, and it's it just he was like, "There's one thing that happened <laughs> that he, <laughs> he screamed so hard he cried." <laughs> yeah, it's, that's like John Waters would put that on the back of the box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I screamed so hard I cried, Nick. Uh, but anyways, it, the movie's awful. I hate it. Pink flamingos. Got it. Fuck you if you like it. Here's a movie that's pretty bad. My number five. Uh, have you guys heard of this? It's another indie film. We are really like uh, alienating people straight out the gate on this. <laughs> uh, it's an indie film called The Tracy Fragments. Tracy. I know of it. No. I think you've talked to me about it before. Maybe I just remember this from listening to the episode. Yeah. So this movie is uh, is this art film about this girl who gets kind of like she's like kidnapped or something. And the reason why I can't really remember what it's about is because it's made in this really strange style where there's uh, multiple camera angles happening, but multiple scenarios playing out for the same event uh, in this girl's life. And they kind of like play them all simultaneously. And it's a full feature length film of, of this happening, but it's like really super artsy. And uh, to its fault. Oh, okay. Now that I see a couple images of this, I I remember this. You do remember it. Yeah, I think I saw this. You did? Yeah, it has a, um, uh, what's her name? Ellen Page Ellen in it. Ellen Page in it. Oh. And uh, and I remember this movie like getting like a ton of really positive buzz and people saying that like, like Ellen Page, this is like when she was just like up and coming because it was like from like 2007 mm-hmm. or something. So, so she probably just did Hard Candy. Yeah, oh, I think it was. I that think movie pre- didn't make my list, but I fucking hate Hard Candy. <laughs> uh, Ellen Page is really getting run through the ringer right now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, it's just a really bad movie because it takes a lot of really weird creative risks. Yeah. Uh, that I think like some of the ideas are fairly interesting. But the movie itself is pretty lame because of it. 
Hmm. Uh, the synopsis says a 15-year-old Tracy, oh my God, she plays 15-year-old, is naked under a shower curtain at the at the back of a bus looking for her brother, Sonny, who thinks he's a dog. All right. <laughs> that sounds like actual garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember being told to watch it because uh, it really like proved Ellen Page was an incredible actress. Sure. Uh, and it probably does because she has a lot to do in the movie. But um, it is just an hour and 20 minutes of pure madness, uh, creative madness that ruins the movie. So anyway, Tracy Fragments is my number five. I had this movie. I never watched it, though. Okay, I, cool. Now you can that skip I, it. Yeah, nah. I, I won't. I won't watch this. So oh, Great. Uh, anybody have anything they want to add? <laughs> no. All right, Kat, go to number five. <laughs> uh, my number five is The Roommate. Roommate. What's this? It's another indie film. <laughs> no, uh, guys, stay tuned. We'll, we'll get to blockbusters <laughs> later. <laughs> this one currently has a four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Hell yeah! Um, it's Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly, and I've never heard those names, but they don't even sound like names. It's basically <laughs> <laughs> single white female, but with college students. Did this just come out? It came out. I think like 2011, I skipped class to go see it (laughs) (laughs) and it was awful. So Minka Kelly like goes to college, moves in and her roommate is Leighton Meester. Okay. I I remember this movie now. They're both like, remind me what I would know Leighton Meester from. No. Gossip girl. No. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. She's just like another pretty brunette. They're both pretty brunettes. CW pretty exactly yeah Gossip Girl is like the most well-known thing she's done yeah so she must have been the lead in that she, yeah she's married to Adam Brody now she's doing pretty good for remind me what I would know Adam Brody from <laughs> uh, the OC oh another CW show yeah <laughs> that one was on Fox <laughs> was it <laughs> yeah I think so that easily could be a CW show yeah for sure oh he was in Jennifer's Body he was the singer of the band oh right yeah yeah I like that kid yeah me too um, he's a grown ass man. Yeah, he's got a Married little, he's got a little face. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, tell us about the roommate. Uh, so, Leighton Meester becomes obsessed with Minka Kelly and like wants to become her, and she pushes everybody in her life away. Like one of her friends at school. This sounds like a PG thirteen horror movie. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, she like. Th- Pushes her against the wall in the bathroom and rips out her belly button ring and like threatens to kill her next time she like, comes over. Oh, and then she seduces one of their professors and records it and makes it sound like he's raping her because he was flirting with Minka Kelly's character. <laughs> so I'm like, what? at what point did nobody decide to tell Minka Kelly's character that this girl is crazy? Like... <laughs> Plenty of people had plenty of so, opportunities. So she's like totally unaware of what's happening in the background. Yeah. Until she goes home with Leighton Meester for Thanksgiving and finds her like empty bottle of bipolar medication pills or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, oh no, she's crazy. So, so like shaming of people who have bipolar right, disorder. Yeah. And like they kill a cat in the movie. Like she puts it in a dryer so it explodes. No. Yeah. Uh, kitties. Yeah. And they show it. I was like, this Jesus. is, yeah, it was it's bad. It's one of those like really bad teen horror movies that goes nowhere and everybody's just kind of bland in there. Huh? Ugh, no right. way. I, I, I vaguely remember this movie now. I uh, should have gone to class. <laughs> <laughs> I missed a test. Yeah, I failed. <laughs> I failed the midterm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what possessed you to go to see it during class? Like, 
I think you I were was that like, excited about it. I, there have been like a ton of commercials and I was just like bored and tired and I was like, oh, I'm going to sleep in and go to the movies like that one looks kind of fun. And it was it was not. No, it was not. At I'm all. excited for the rest of your list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fro, give us your number four. All right. Uh, mine is uh, a nice little, I think, indie horror movie. Uh, Rubber. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can somebody say the name of a movie? People will know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, tell us about Rubber. I know this movie. Rubber? <laughs> I love this movie. Um, it's so bad. It's good. Uh, m- movie came out in 2010. And it is about a possessed tire that goes on a killing spree. Oh, yeah. I didn't see this one, from it sounded fun. Somebody's car. Yep. Yeah. Uh, IMDb gives it a 5.8. It's got a, uh, I don't know, it has a Rotten Tomatoes, but whatever. Uh, homicidal car tire discovering it has destructive... <laughs> Yeah, that's the first line of this uh, synopsis. A homicidal car tire, discovering it has destructive psionic power, sets its sights on a desert town. How does it discover anything? It's a car tire. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Once a mysterious woman becomes its obsession. So it pretty much falls in love with this lady, and it just kind of travels. The car tire. The tire, yes. With no eyes. Nothing. It just falls in love with this woman. It's just a tire. (laughs) It's very low budget. Yeah. As you can probably imagine. Sure. It, it looks like we're filming it on a phone. Um, <clears throat> and it's people watching this. Like, the whole film takes place, like, as with an audience. It's just people in the woods that are what watching. What do you mean? Like a mystery science theater? No. It's, it's, it's weird. It's just these people that are in the desert, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of all gather, and they see that this stuff is happening, but they're watching it. As it, if it's happening in real time, they're watching through binoculars this whole murder spree, <clears throat> and they kind of view it as an event. It's kind of strange to describe. I yeah, I have no idea how to put together what I'm hearing. Right, it's it's I didn't understand. So like it the first. movie takes place from the perspective of characters who are spying on the tire. Right. From a desert. From a desert. And a distance. And a distance. It's like so, it's an event that they're watching. How do they know the tires in love with the woman? They, well, they don't really. They're just kind of watching this movie unfold. They're watching pretty much a movie unfold. And it's a movie to them? Yeah. So they're actually like watching it like on camera. Not on ca- Yeah. Yes, exactly. They are? Yeah. Okay, I thought you said that. Do they, they, they like have react and Yeah, stuff? they have lines and they're like, oh, did, you see, did you see the tires? Like, what is it doing now? And like, they're just getting, like, it's weird. They're watching it as if they're watching this movie, but it's like in real life to them. That huh. doesn't make any sense to me. I know. It's, you have I'm to actually see it. I'm very intrigued. Right. So that was kind of... It's on Netflix, so... <laughs> yeah, but that was that's what kind of made it interesting is these people kind of watching it. And then, for some reason, they all become poisoned in the desert, and they're all dying. I don't fucking know. Okay, that sounds like the producer being like, you got to make this more interesting. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> right. uh, how do I wrap this up? <laughs> they, um, they're dead. They're, they're all dead. Right. Uh, I actually enjoyed it, kind of, for the whole... <laughs> the. The tire killing people was just, just tire shaking, like just shaking aggressively, profusively, and this like sound, and then the person's head explodes. Oh, because it oh. kills psychically. Yeah. Like scanners? Uh, like- yeah, essentially. Right. I don't know. It's- How's the effect on the heads exploding? It's all right. Yeah? It's not great, but it's not bad. Yeah. You know. You know, it's one thing I forgot to mention. What? We're all eating like uh, movie snacks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, like there's popcorn and soda and gummies. I had a cookie. And yeah, he's having a cookie, which isn't really like a movie snack, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever. You know, uh, it's an anytime snack. So if you guys like wanted to, you know, pop a bag of popcorn in and 
and join us with that, that would be fine too because we're talking about films. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Rubber is a great film, but it's fucking ridiculously bad. So sounds that it sounds kind of fun, honestly. I thought yeah. it was kind of fun. That's why I enjoy it. But it's actually a really stupid fucking topic. <laughs> you guys want to hear my name before? I don't, I do. but I think we should. Yeah, I think that would help move the show along. <laughs> Uh, my number four is a Hollywood blockbuster. Oh, wow. And it's uh, John Carter. Oh, oh, this Disney movie. Yeah, this gen- Disney movie based on the John Carter from Mars. Yeah, right. it's a comic, which I didn't know that. I th- I think it started as, it, it toted itself as the first sci-fi story ever told. So I think it's like, I think it's legitimately like a, I don't freaking know, but it seems like it's an important work of fiction. <laughs> but the thing that makes me mad about it is the actual title of the book is The Princess of Mars, and they didn't think that that would captivate people enough, so they named it John Carter. Which yeah. is the most boring sounding yeah. thing I've ever heard. It's really bad, especially when I watched the trailers. I was like, why is it called John Carter? Well, that's his name. I know that, but <laughs> that, it's not captivating. No, no, and you know what the movie isn't? Captivate? Memorable. <laughs> oh, A Disney I, flop. I saw this movie on opening night with a packed 500-person theater in 3D IMAX. Jesus. I saw it in 3D IMAX, too. In the world's be- one of the world's best theaters. Mm-hmm, with the butt kickers and everything. With butt kickers <laughs> and everything. There's a theater uh, here. Uh, everybody knows. That everybody knows. <laughs> Matt talks about it. Oh, yeah. We talked about this theater. All the world. Uh, it's the, jo- the Jordan's Reading Theater. I'm, uh, Jordan's Reading I'm a get it. Verizon Sunbrella Theater. <laughs> uh, and they have uh, subwoofers under every seat, which they call butt kickers. Butt kickers. Butt kickers. And uh, it is the loudest, clearest, best theater you'll ever go to. It's an incredible theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw John Carter on opening night there with a packed audience in 3D. And here my experience was walking into the theater and then walking out of the theater. <laughs> I don't remember anything that happened in between. <laughs> I literally have no memory of what happened in this movie. Before this show, the one that you're listening to now, I watched the trailer to John Carter like on my phone. Yeah. And I was like, I have no memory of seeing any of, uh, of this <laughs> event. Like there was this, this like coliseum style like battle sequence that looked kind of yeah. cool and i was like i don't remember that <laughs> oh, and like flying pirate ships i think sure <laughs> i was like oh i thought i kind of liked john carter but now thinking about it i don't remember a thing <laughs> nope it's just flashes i'm like oh i think there was a pirate ship and it, yeah. willem dafoe is a weird <laughs> creature i don't even remember willem dafoe and it, the truth of the matter is i don't remember anything about it but uh it made it was such a big flop. It lost Disney like, what, like $500 million yeah, or something like that? Yeah, a significant amount of money. Like they basically canceled a ton of projects. Because of this? Because this movie was such a flop. And I think they were hoping it was going to be like a brand new franchise for them too. Yeah. Like a Pirates? You know, people were yeah. saying that like um, uh, the Ghostbusters movie lost the studio, Sony Studios $60 million. Uh, that ain't nothing. <laughs> John Carter lost Disney five hundred million. Jesus, sixty million is what I meant to say. I said what did I say sixty thousand. <laughs> no, I think you said sixty. You, million. you said it right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, John Carter is my number four. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. What do you got, Farz Cat? Uh, my number four is Clash of the Titans, but the new one, the remake. I almost got bummed. No, the original is great. Right. Campy, it's perfect. The remake, I 
this was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. <laughs> like second only to Prometheus trailer, which is the best Prometheus movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, but I remember seeing the trailer is the best movie I ever saw. Sorry, <laughs> I just want to make sure that, <laughs> that your clear. joke was clear. I was clear <laughs> yeah. on that. Yeah. Um, um, excuse me, I don't think you got it. This, this, the trailer. No, trailer. I didn't want people to interpret what I said as saying Prometheus was the best movie I'd ever seen. <laughs> just the trailer. Just the trailer. It. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Kat. Uh, yeah. So I saw the trailer for like two months before the movie came out and was like so amped. I was like, this looks like it's gonna be the best thing I've ever seen, and. It was so disappointing. Oh boy, were you wrong! It so was so disappointing. Very disappointing movie. Yeah, I was reading the plot synopsis again last night because I forgot almost everything about it except for the bad special effects, and I was and that like, "John Carter was in it." No, it was. <laughs> was uh, he? No, but he no. could have been. <laughs> he could have been. It's Sam Worthington, who I also thought I liked, and then I was like, maybe it's just he's handsome, but he doesn't really like do anything. That's the thing is he was. He turned into a big deal, but he's already gone. Right. Like, everybody thought he was going to be a huge well, star. because he's, he's filming friggin' 10 Avatar movies right now. That's not, true. Not kidding. He's filming four Avatar, uh, four of them, right? Four, yeah, I think so. They're filming four back-to-back or something? Yeah. Why? Because there's four of those movies coming out soon. And it's already been, like, six years since the first one, and James Cameron, like, needs to hammer him out. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So he's filming four at once. Uh, but uh, that's probably where he is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Doing that because nobody will hire him after Clash of the Titans. <laughs> he, uh, they well, wanted technically a success because they did a sequel to it. They did, but and that had a good trailer to it too. Probably, but I was like, I will not be fooled again. <laughs> it was a second one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I oh, think it was like uh. Clash of the Gods or something. I didn't even like know that. that. Um, they wanted to put the mechanical owl from the first one. Is it Bubo? Uh, I don't remember. It's been um, so long since I've seen the original. And they want to like add that character into the remake, and Sam Worthington was like, "You'll not ruin my career with a mechanical owl." And I was like, "Doing this movie, <laughs> like, <laughs> probably ruin your career." When you get a chance, look up how the Medusa looks. It looks like they just pulled it out of a video game. It's the worst special yeah. effects I've ever seen. And you know what sucks is that's the best scene in the movie. Too. I know, and the Kraken <laughs> just looks like a ripoff J.J. Abrams monster. Like it's, it's not. It honestly is a very um, bad remake. Yeah. It's also boring. It is super boring. I saw it in 3D and it it was like one of those post-converted for 3D movies. Yeah. It cost them like $10 million to post-convert it. And uh, like, I remember Sam Worthington's face, like part of it popped out of the screen and the other part <laughs> didn't. Yeah. It was just like this bizarre, like, uh, it looked like somebody was wearing like a misfitting mask. And like, there are some pretty legit people. It's like Ray Fiennes is in it and Liam Neeson and Mads Mikkelsen. I'm like, what are you all doing in this what movie? Is he, what does Mads Mikkelsen do in that? I forget. Like, that's how unmemorable oh, yeah, this movie course, is. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was reading a weird trivia fact that it, uh, it, it made me feel so weird was Sam Worthington didn't want to wear sandals because he didn't feel like he could do his stunt work well, so he wore sneakers and they painted feet on them so that it would look like he was wearing sandals. Why That's is incredible. he doing any of his... Uh, <laughs> I know. But it just made me feel so weird, like just picturing what those looked like. Why is he being such a, <laughs> such a diva? Uh, no mechanical owls. I will not wear sandals. Yeah. You're Sam Worthington. Yeah, and nobody remembers you already. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I guess he probably did it. He's coming off hot on uh, Avatar. And yeah. Everyone probably thought he was like the next big thing. And Terminator. 
Oh, that's, that's right. That yeah. also bombed. Though, that also so. bombed too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll go with my number three. Yep. I actually kind of enjoy this movie. Okay. Kind of pretty like shitty though. Kind of like rubber. Uh, uh, got a four point five on IMDb. I'm going with Freddy Got Fingered. <laughs> this movie is pretty shitty. <laughs> yes. I remember really liking it in high school. Though. You know why? You know what, Kat? I would totally buy that you like <laughs> Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. You know why though? <laughs> it's because it has Tom Green in it. Exactly. And Tom Green was like king at of the, the peak. Balls. Yeah, exactly. But this movie does nothing. What is it about? It, so the synopsis is an unemployed cartoonist moves back in with his parents and younger brother, Freddy. When his parents demand he leave, he begins to spread rumors that his father is sexually abusing Freddy. That's why it's called Freddy Got Fingered. Because he's just, he's just saying that his little brother is getting fingered by his dad. It's about <laughs> nothing. It's literally about nothing. I don't remember any of those plot points. I remember... Uh, Daddy, would you like, like some, some sausage? sausage? <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? <laughs> Which, it kills me, but what is that? It's so funny. And it's just, it's just Tom Green with a big budget. With uh, a deer carcass. Like, yep, wearing he's wearing oh, a deer carcass. Yeah. Is there some sort of like animated sequence? Yeah, there's a, like there's a, a scene where he's he's showing his cartoon. Right, right, right. And he's right. like, look, I've got hooves. And it's just him <laughs> as like a centaur. He's like, look at my hooves. <laughs> this movie hooves. might be definitely worth revisiting. <laughs> I think so. I wonder if it holds up. <laughs> I, it probably doesn't, but I really do want to. I've watched a little bit of it again. And <laughs> because I'm all about farts and burps and boogers, like, because I'm that fucking still, like, 12 year old boy, yeah. this movie cracks me up still. <laughs> yeah. But when you really look at it, this is a fucking dumb, bad movie. You know what's funny is uh, there's a scene in that that I think about all the time. Uh, it's when they they build the half pipe. Do you remember this? <laughs> and uh, the br- <laughs> they make the brother go down the half pipe. But he slips and falls and he slides and there's like a nail sticking up. Yep. And it like cuts his leg up. Yep. <laughs> and then it's, it's, it's like gushing blood and stuff. I think about that all the time when I watch people go down half pipes. <laughs> Is there a compound fracture wicked bad in that movie too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he starts licking the bone, I think. Oh, if I, no, yes. oh my God. This yeah. movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but Freddy Got Fingered, I think, is just Tom Green almost at his finest. But the movie's fucking stupid. Like I can't think. I actually can't think of a dumber movie that's ever been made. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. There's really not. But anyways, Freddie got fingered is my number three. Did you like Tom Green's TV show? I loved. I loved yeah, Tom Green. I remember that being really good. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. Who was the guy that he used to like mess with all the time on there? Uh Craig Humplick. Hey! hey. Hey, Matt just showed up. Matt just showed up. Matt, say What's one. Up, Say one word about Freddy Got Fingered. I liked it. I <laughs> uh, I I like it. It was pretty good. Hey, Matt, what was uh, Tom Green's like uh, buddy that he fucked with all the time? Uh, that was Glenn Humplink. Glenn yeah. Humplink. Yeah. I said it the, wrong again. I said Craig Humplink again. The one thing I remember about his TV show was he threatened to give out uh, Glenn's cell phone number. Yeah. And so he put up uh, on the window. The first, like a, a random, like the random numbers, and some of them were blacked out. And uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm only gonna give out these three numbers." But if you looked from the other side of the window, which they filmed as well, it was the rest <laughs> of them. <laughs> and uh, and then he like got like a ton of phone calls and stuff. That's so smart. And that show was live, so they like would play them and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but that and obviously the Monica Lewinsky thing when he like went around town with Monica Lewinsky. 
Oh, remember I don't when he was that. married to Drew Barrymore? Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a weird. I heard her talking about time. that the other day on an interview, and I was like, "Firstly, why are you getting interviewed? And, second, <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, I forgot you were married to Tom Green. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, Freddie got fingered. BWK, finger me with your number three. Oh. Ooh. Ew! I never want you to say <laughs> oh, that again. Come on. No, it's like, Matt's not here. Well, he is now, but I have to be the shock guy. Okay, fine. You can be the shock guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number four is a movie. You mean your number th- three? Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. Uh, my number three is a movie that is so bad it's hard to even consider it like an actual movie. There's no like storyline to it. You'll think it is when I tell you the the name of it. It's called Zombies versus Vampires. Mm. Sounds. It great. sounds. Uh, she says great. Yeah. I say sounds like shit. You got to think that this movie is about something, right? Yeah. And Zombies like, versus and vampires. Like if you, and if you had to guess, <laughs> you'd imagine an all-out fight against zombies and vampires, right. right? Please tell me neither of them are in the movie. They never fight. <laughs> There's one scene where a, a vampire, I guess she's a vampire, is in a hotel room, and when she leaves shortly after, a zombie breaks through the window. <laughs> but like they're never coming at each other at any point. Mm. There's no fight. It's all about this like this lesbian vampire... Who can be out during the day? Ooh la la, Ooh. going or uh, like going on a road trip. Okay. Yeah, I swear to God, this movie was made because it's like kind of like Cinemax style, like um. Oh, so it's like it a like skin flick. Core. It's like yeah, like like sex, a sexy movie. Although like everybody in this movie is horrifying looking. And <laughs> uh, when did this come out? Oh God, there's no way to tell. Is, well, is this like from <laughs> this time or is this from like? I wonder if it's even ago. on IMDb. This is. I remember my me and my cousin used to rent uh, movies all the time. This movie we rented uh, from Video Thunder, and um, what? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it. Uh, I, I'm trying to like Google search at the same time that I'm talking, and that's not working out well for me. So we uh, we rented it because we thought, oh, it'd be kind of this guy. We've seen everything in the horror movie section. Like this, let's check this one out. 2004. Wow, that's recent <laughs> in my memory, anyway. And it has a 50 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. What? 50? 50? If this is the same movie, Wh- show me the. What is it? Zombies Va- versus vampires, vampires versus zombies. Sure. Can I see what the, the uh, poster looks like? Uh, or just read the synopsis. That's the poster. Yep, that's the movie. Yeah. Uh, 50? That yeah. means people like it. Maybe there's like <laughs> some subtle subtext about like the different class war going on between <laughs> zombies and vampires. I don't know, dude. At no point do they fight. So. Uh, Jenna's father whisks her away after she becomes afflicted with a vampire. You uh, know Jenna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No further explanation needed on yeah, that. Yeah, good old with Jenna. With a vampiric disease. And on their way home, they encounter vampire Camilla, zombies, that's and a vampire, vampire hunter. Well, it does. Fifty percent. It doesn't mention zombies at all. No, it does. What is uh, that? They encounter vampire Camilla, zombies, and a vampire hunter. <laughs> That's it. Riveting. Right. Yeah. Fifty anyway. percent. Is there a consensus? I don't. I'm trying to find some stuff. Uh, it's worse than some people says. It's worse than Troll Two. How? And then how does it have fifty percent? Maybe uh, it's like, maybe it's like one of those ones that people love because it's so bad. Maybe that might be like the case. That's, that's Troll 2's dealy. I know that's Troll 2's dealy, but I don't know why it would have a 50%, because I doubt Troll 2 has a anything higher than a fucking 2 right. on I am or whatever, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, anyway, that's that's my whatever. They number. don't fight. Movie sucks. Vampires versus zombies. 
Cat. Finger us with your number three. <laughs> Stop saying it. Uh, my number three is Melancholia. Melancholia. That sounds familiar. What a bummer this movie is. I've never wanted to leave a theater before, and I saw the roommate and <laughs> <laughs> was like inches away from walking out of this movie almost this as soon as it started. This movie's long as hell, too. Yeah. It is an enduring struggle. What, so give us a synopsis of this. Uh, so the first 15 minutes or so of the movie are just Kirsten Dunst walking through a golf course like in slow motion with this flowing bridal gown. Wedding gown. Yeah. And then just c- catastrophic things occurring on the golf course. And then the movie is split into two parts where the first part, Justine, is about Kirsten Dunst's character. And she is just this super depressed, angry, melancholic bride. Wom- bride. Yeah. yeah, it's like on her wedding day. On right? her wedding day, yeah. And she like abandons her husband and goes to take a bath in her wedding gown and then screws some guy on the golf course. Hell and yeah. It's just like a nightmare disaster. And the whole time her sister's like, can't you just like get your shit together so you can be married to this nice man? Um, and then the second half of the movie is about her sister. And after Kirsten Dunst's wedding inevitably unravels or her marriage rather, uh, she goes to live with her sister. And while she's there, her brother-in-law discovers that melancholia a planet is coming towards earth and is going to destroy it. Um, so they're all just kind of dealing with the fact that they're all going to die, that they're all going to die. And there's like a child who is insisting that if they make a cave, they'll all be safe. And they, it, uh, it's like such a bummer, this movie. And it also like, uh, is I think effectively, Melancholic, like uh, yeah, it you drudges feel up that like garbage. You well, feel like time. shit. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's a part of a trilogy called the Depression trilogy. Yeah, because oh. there's Antichrist and oh. then Nymphomaniac. Yeah, and then this Lars one. von whatever Trier. Yeah, he directed so, all of these. So pretentious. Yeah. This movie has a seventy-one percent on. Oh, uh, well, I've seen all three of those. A seventy-nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Four, because technically Nymphomaniacs in two parts. Yeah, but you hate this movie because it's just. Just depressing. It's, it's just super depressing. Like it's t- too artsy again to a disadvantage, mm. and it's just it's so slow. Yeah. It's like three hours long, and nothing really happens. Hmm. And I kind of like those movies. <laughs> eh, Do you really? Kind of. I've never really heard anyone say that that they like these movies that get to nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like this one this. has like a pretty good ending. I okay. think, and and I honestly think this movie is effectively dour, but um, it doesn't make it a fun movie to watch by any means. No, mm. it's you had like a real emotional reaction to it. I did. It was very visceral. I was like, I want to leave right now. I cannot sit through this. You any couldn't longer. find any like joy in the fact that it was effectively doing what it wanted to. No, because you're just making me angry at it. I was like, this movie is bumming me out so much. I don't want to feel like this or see these images any longer. <laughs> one of, well, you're the kind of girl, though, that you're like one of your favorite movies. And this is a prediction is like bad boys, too. Right. <laughs> I have never seen that. Was too, but I was talking to my husband, Tim, about the list. And I was like, I don't know if I need to do like 
worst movies I've ever seen or like bad movies that I actually love because I um one of my favorite movies and it's unironic and it's objectively bad but is hitman like i love that movie so what? much <laughs> yeah <laughs> i've actually never seen that movie it's real it's it's fun it does which what one because didn't aren't there two of them yeah the first one with timothy oliphant i, <laughs> I really enjoy it it's fun. is it because of timothy oliphant though because you're a big justified fan too. i am no but like i think the fight <laughs> scenes are really well choreographed i think I that know. movie actually gets kind of high praise though yeah does it really yeah i mean they made a sequel yeah. Which I guess that doesn't really mean anything. With a right. different dude, though. Different dude, yeah. Yeah, you know. But I, I hear, like, for one of the video game movies, because that's, like, a notorious. Like, if it's a video game movie, it's probably going to be bad. Yeah. Sure. I hear Hitman is actually, yeah, it's actually okay. Yeah. yeah. Silent Hill's good, too. Yeah. Sil- I think Silent, Silent Hill is the Hill's best great. video game movie yeah. that's I come out. I agree. Um, the first one. But, like, I, I don't know. I really enjoy, like, some artsy, serious movies every once in a while, but that one just, like, didn't oh, do it for me. Are you a Lars Ventura fan? And then we'll wrap this up because we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. But well, I've never seen any of his other stuff. All I know about him is that he is a Nazi. Like, whoa, whoa! I did not know that. Yeah, at uh, the Cannes Film Festival, someone asked him why he used so much Wagner in the movie, and he said it's because he's a Nazi and that he thinks Hitler had some pretty good ideas. <laughs> and Ouch! His, and he's banned from the festival for life now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that Yikes. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. So that made me feel I've better seen, about not supporting his work. I've seen like all of his work, so now I feel like I'm the problem. Yeah, just, you are the problem. Yeah. You are a sympathizer. I'm a sympathizer? No, do your number, whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, because you actually, you said a couple things, you just stirred me, and it brought some movies back <laughs> Who to my are you head. talking to? I'm talking to Kat. Okay. I'm talking to you. <laughs> all right, sorry. Get out of here. Uh... You just it totally inspired me to uh, throw change my list around, which I have to. So I have to get rid of my number two, which I'm going to have to bump my number one up to number two. So I'm going to go with this movie called Demons at the Door. Oh. Okay, so what did you bump off? Uh, I'm bumping off Mano's Hand of Fate. <laughs> okay. Which, oh, I've heard that one's good. So you're basically, oh, your list does not have any blockbusters on it. No, no, and no, no. It's going to seem like maybe all of ours do. No, I don't have People any blockbusters. Like, I don't, obviously, these indie movies Wait, suck. No one's heard of them. Freddy Got Fingered was my blockbuster. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. My number... No. <laughs> you don't say your number two yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't have any blockbusters? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mono's Hand of Fate, I was going to put on my list. I actually... Well, I was going to also not put anything that Mystery Science Theater did. Yep. Just because... Most people will only see those movies with Mystery Science Theater. Same. Which is what I did with this. That's, I mean, that's what I would do with that. Right. So I'm taking it off my list. So I'm going to bump up Demons at the Door to my number two because Kat inspired me for my number one uh, worst movie. I've uh, never heard of Demons at the Door. There's no reason that you should. Okay. There's no reason that anybody really knows what it is. Have you heard of it, Kat? No. Good. You shouldn't and never. Actually, <laughs> but I really want you to know. Because you're gonna tell us. Oh my god, I love this movie because it's so. It's one of those troll style movies. So fucking bad. I think it's glorious. Uh, first off, before I even give into this, get into the synopsis because I gotta look it up. Um, the entire soundtrack is insane clown posse. Okay. Right. I'm listening. I'm ho- I hooked you. <laughs> uh, this movie just yeah. is riddled with bad uh, special effects. It came out in 2004. They call it a horror comedy. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's see. Where is that synopsis? There it is. A uh, team of... Oh, motherfucker. 
a team of archaeologists. You're just the most prepared guy I know. Well, I got a shitty phone. Try to navigate. Blah blah blah. A team of archaeologists. Oh, I can't say that word. BWK archaeologists. Archaeologists. That's the word. That's my best cat impression. What do you guys think? (laughs) You did actually great. You should have done that one on the top five uh, impressions. (laughs) I do cat. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Studying an ancient temple in the Middle East unwittingly opened the door to hell and must battle demons to prevent Armageddon. Uh, This movie, like the actors in it are just so shitty. It's this dude who is so Brooklyn Italian and his character doesn't call for that. In the Middle East. Yeah. Well, they're not Middle East. They're all the archaeologists. Got it. Uh, so, but he's there, but he's like a soldier protecting them. And he's like, fucking dude, blah, 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 blah. blah. And it's just shit. It's pretty much if I filmed a movie, that's what this would be. So that sounds like you like it. Oh, I love it. It seems like it's a, <laughs> a passion project of yours. The yeah. demons are essentially hand puppets uh, for the most part. What? Yeah. They're like just this fucking, that's how shitty the effects are. Is it like a birdemic thing? Like Kind of. Uh but I, I, I guess to a degree. Uh, but all these fucking shitty demons, and they have like weird things that they say. You got ICP blaring all the time in the background. There's just like shitty violence, and like people are CGI blowing up, but they're still standing there. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just superimposed I mean, I can over kind them. Of like imagine what you said, but I hope it's not in a movie. <laughs> oh, it's in a movie. Uh, and there's like this racist demon kills me because i think that shit's so funny um and there's a black guy in the movie and he, and he goes my favorite line in the entire movie is jack because this for some reason this demon is behind bars i am so sorry but it really does sound like you like this movie <laughs> i love this movie it's a bad movie though uh he goes jackson the chocolate man <laughs> and i was like holy shit he said that <laughs> was, i'm gonna hang you over the river sticks and watch you melt and i was like oh my god so racist. And this is a weird, like, rape scene in a, in a be- shower where this lady, like, the lady soldier's taking a shower, and this demon comes in and is, like, trying to, like, attack her and rape her, and they're just, like, fighting in the shower. It's weird. And then the ending is this fucking awful CGI, like, Furby that is, like, the king of hell. <laughs> sure. And they, like, shoot it with a machine gun, and just these superimposed explosions happen all over the uh. screen. And he's got like a golem esque like high pitched voice, and and I'm sorry, what did that sound like? It sounded like this. This is the high pitched version of Gollum. Got it. But well, normally it would sound more like this. The super stupid hobbits. That thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But they high pitched. You're pretty good at that. Thank you. Yeah. It's probably like my only good one, and Dooley. Um, <laughs> was your Dooley? You know, <laughs> I'm gonna peek the microphone. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> Relisten to the top five impressions. Go ahead. Oh. Um, but there's like superimposed explosions all over this fucking demonized Furby. And it, all they're doing is getting shot by machine guns. And it's just so fucking bad. I can't really talk more on it because the plot has Doesn't nothing. exist. The pl- there's no plot. It's just. So they close the gate to hell? They close the gate to hell. And they come out alive. Uh, well, most of them. Well, that's the happy I think end. Jackson, the chocolate man, does not make it. Oh. I know. Right? He's my get, favorite. Does he get hung over <laughs> <laughs> from the story by two? <laughs> uh, does he get hung over the river sticks and he, melt? I don't think he does. No. Okay. I think he just gets eaten by a demon. Uh, <laughs> eaten? Eaten by eaten a little by puppet demon. demon. It, maybe he blows up, but he's still standing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, please watch it because it's one of those troll-like movies. It's just so bad. It's possibly good. All right. Yeah, I think it's made by the same company who is did it for, like... Is it for Juggalos, you think? 
I mean, what isn't? <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> you're really selling your list, right? Though. I'm like, I need to check some of these out. Please, Please do. Do. Yeah. I, do you think you might? I I what? might. Yeah, you <laughs> think you might? Uh, it's it's um, it's I think it's made by like the same companies that do like Ginger Dead Man or like Evil Bong. I don't know yeah. if you know of any of these movies. I've heard both of those. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think it's by the same company who does those. Kind of like the Asylum Company. Sure. Asylum Pictures. Something like that. Bad. They, Asylum does all like the knockoffs of movies. Yeah. Like <laughs> they released, uh, you know some of these, Cat. Yeah. Um, Alan Quaterman and the Temple of Skulls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what and, the fuck is that? And uh, Transmorphers. Ugh. Uh, Snakes on a Train. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, I know. That. Yeah, they make the know. movies that like your grandma picks up by accident. Yeah. It's like, I got this at Walgreens for you. <laughs> yeah. I know you've been dying to see it. <laughs> uh, Shh, idiot grandma. My number two? <laughs> sure. My number two Poop is, one out for me. is a blockbuster. Ooh. Ooh. Can uh, you get it at blockbuster? <laughs> if you can find a blockbuster and it's not there, I'd be surprised. Uh, and that is... The Last Airbender. Ah, oh. yeah, this, this, yeah. this makes sense. Sucks. I didn't see it, but uh, I don't want to. So, uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender is a Nickelodeon cartoon, which is an incredible achievement. And if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. It's, it's huge. It's huge. It's and it's in in my opinion, it's important for people to see. I think it's why. I just think it really takes mature subject matter and delivers it in a fun way for kids to start thinking about things in a different way. Now, I've never seen Last Airbender. I hear it's great. I'm just curious, what do you mean by mature like they, subject they matter? Just, uh, they tackle a lot of different things. There's, you know, they, ta- they talk about, in, in very subtle ways, they talk about things like depression and adoption. and Really? Yeah. Huh. It's basically this kid going around, and he has to learn all four elements so that he can destroy this like army of firebenders, yeah. which means that they can control fire. Mm-hmm. He can control air. That's why he's the airbender. But he needs to learn how to control water and uh, earth as well. So like Captain Planet. Yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, but <laughs> Exactly he, like that, but, but totally not. different. <laughs> it, if that helps you visualize this, yeah. But uh, so he can... Uh, he's also an avatar, which so means... he's blue. No, not that kind of Has avatar. Has a tail. Nope. But, uh, Sam it, Worthington was in this. It means he can revisit his past lives. Okay. Uh, and his past lives have all been able to do that too. Been so able to what? Revisit past okay. lives. And uh, they, if they're one of the only people on the planet who can conquer, who can learn all of the elements. This is the kid with the blue arrow on his head? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, his race has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. There's no airbenders left because the Fire Nation is going around trying to destroy all other benders, hmm. right? So, like from Futurama, I knew it. <laughs> so, the, hey now, uh, and they are, uh, and he's the last one. They thought they had already wiped them all out, and he turns out to also be the Avatar. So he's going to learn all of the things so that he can take on the Fire King, right? Hmm. That's the story. Sounds pretty cool, right? Heat Miser does, yeah. The fire, the fire lord. Is it Heat Miser? No, hmm. that's a shame. Uh, there's also a lot of really cool elements in the story of like. You know, people like trying to fulfill their destiny and living living in the shadow of somebody else. It's just a very awesome storyline, right? Yeah, I need to watch it. This movie is like ninety percent voiceover because they couldn't do certain things, hmm. uh, and then it's also probably the worst acted thing I've ever seen. 
Cat, uh, you watch Bates Motel, right? Yes, I you, do. You know Bradley? Yeah. She's the main character. Ew, really? She's not Aang. <laughs> she's the other main character. Right. Uh, uh, and Dev Patel's the villain, right? Yep. The that surprises millionaire. me. That but he's was... good. Okay. He's good. And also, there's it's all like racially inaccurate, too, which <laughs> sucks. I mean, you already said that Bradley was in it, so I yeah. feel like that's And wrong. here's the kicker. It's uh, directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Well, there's yeah. your problem. Yeah. Also written by M. Night Shyamalan. There's your problem. Yep. He's... He went down. He went down. However, going a little off topic, sure. he's got a movie coming out soon that actually kind of looks fucking cool. Yeah, and I like some of his uh, work that um, some people hate. Like, I think Lady in the Water is actually pretty good. I'm sorry. Um, I, what about uh, The Happening? No, that's bad. No, that's I've, bad. I've come to terms with that. Yeah. I really wanted to see that movie, and I just heard it was just, like, straight dog shit. I was a defender of that movie for a while because... The Sixth Sense is one of my favorite films of all time. So I just really wanted to defend M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. Uh, and I thought The Village was incredible. I love The Village. The Village is great. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really good. Do you do you call M. Night Shyamalan uh, ever M. Night Shyamalan a ding-dong? No, <laughs> and I actually think that joke is horribly overused. <laughs> really? Yeah, thanks, Robot Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what a twist. Uh, oh, that's the Robot Chicken one. I don't know what the <laughs> Shyamalan ding-dong. You've never heard from. it before. I came up with it on the spot. Oh, yeah, you? I've never heard it before. See? It's a for original. Yeah. September 1st, 2016. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, don't reveal when we're recording this. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly a week before it comes out. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, anyway, this movie is just so bad. I feel like I didn't really talk about how bad it is. I talked about how good Avatar is, the cartoon it's based on. And then I talked a little bit about some other M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> movies. But... <laughs> <laughs> it sucks. It's just not but good. It's, it's, yeah. it's notoriously bad. Everyone considers it to be one of the worst. Movies. It probably is. It's something that shouldn't have been filmed. Honestly, they they kind of can't. You can't. Well, no, that's the thing. They, I don't think any could. anime should be filmed. I think they probably. Well, it's not really anime. It's like it's a Western anime style. Yeah. So, but like, uh, um, I just think there's too much content that they tried to squeeze in. Like they they could have easily cut certain characters out that would have been a bummer to have cut from the storyline because in the cartoon, their storyline's so excellent. Yeah. But in the show, it's just over, it's overstuffing it. Yeah. I mean, sorry, in the movie, it's yeah, overstuffing it. Uh, there's so much that they could have done to make it better. They probably did their best, but it is just shit. Maybe put some Asian people in the movie. They, yeah, they honestly should have done that too. Was the airbender kid at least good? He No, not really. No? <laughs> Actually, he was probably one of the worst parts. Wow. That's a bummer. They also mispronounced his name. Ong? They, yeah, they called him Ong in the movie. His name is Ang. And the cartoon already tells you that. Do you think M. Night Shyamalan even watched it? I saw an interview with him where he talked about his kids loving it, and that's uh, why he wanted to take on the property. Uh, don't so do it's that. just like on in the background while he's yelling at them to clean their room and shit. Yeah, and he like oh, just kind of like caught bits of it. Yeah. Like, I got the gist. <laughs> um, I got the gist. So uh, anyway, that's my number two. Kat, what's yours? My number two is not a bad movie. I just had a bad experience watching it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, BWK was there for this. It's huh. the Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> it is sinister. I oh, okay. Oh, sinister is excellent. Yeah, like, like I said, it's not a bad movie. I just had a bad time watching it. Well, honestly, I can see you putting this on your worst list because this movie is scary as hell. Yeah. So, I have an irrational fear of like psychological horror movies. 
Like, even though I know it's just a movie, like, shit like that scares me. Like, The Ring, it's like, oh, I've seen it. I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, that sounds like what you said, irrational. It sounds like you're being irrational. Oh, yeah. I'm being super irrational. Oh, I thought you meant the movies are irrational. No, no. I am irrational. Okay. Um, so, like, with Sinister, I was like, I, I don't want to see Bagul because if I see him, then he's, he's going to. He's the monster in yeah, that movie. He's the monster. <laughs> that he's, he's real in real life. What is that yeah. monster? Uh, what is that movie about? So, okay. So, Sinister is about Ethan Hawke, who is a real crime writer, true crime writer, and he moves his family into a house where another family was murdered and doesn't tell them that. So, while they're there, he goes up into the attic to, like, put stuff away and finds a box of um, film. So, it's like that old school film reels, yeah, that you have to put in a projector and watch. So, he brings them downstairs into his office and he puts one on and as he's watching it, I think it's is the first one a cookout? Maybe. Um, or like pool party or something. And they're all, there's a bunch of films in there and they're all labeled these super nice, friendly sounding things like family pool party, the cookout, um, summer day. And then so you're watching mm. it and it's just a family like outside grilling and then one of the kids comes up and just starts massacring their family and like lighting them all on fire. And Bagul is just there in the back. And Bagul is like, he looks like the dummy from Saw, kind of, but like really tall, like yeah, boogeyman-ish. So, so you really don't know that he's there until like midway through the movie yeah. when he starts seeing that like in all of these mo- uh, family films on these reels uh, where the family gets murdered by kids, it's uh, there's this guy in it. Yeah. And once you see him, like you're his target and he'll start like interacting with you. So when you watch the movies, he'll like make eye contact with you. And like when you see him in a picture, he'll like look at you. Um, So Ethan Hawke has two kids. And of course, Bagul comes out and lures one of the kids um, and like brings him over to his side. And you think that this is going to be a spoiler. Fast forward to 15 seconds if you don't want this spoiled. And don't get it spoiled because uh, it is a very good uh, horror film. But go ahead. Um, all right. Is it, has it been is it 15 safe? seconds starts now. Okay. So the child that gets lured by Bagul ends up killing Ethan Hawke and the rest of the family. And you think, like, because you've become attached to Ethan Hawke that they're all going to make it. But no, Bagul strikes and uh with a very cheesy final frame yeah but the so final frame of this <laughs> film which i don't think is a spoiler is uh bagul popping his head in being like Bleh! yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like those you know those like youtube videos that you watch where it like is like a peaceful serene <laughs> scene and then like a monster pops up from the bottom to, yeah. spook, to startle like linda you. blair from the exorcist and just like screams at you yeah exactly that's right. how the that's how this movie is. that's e- the final frame of this movie. yeah so that movie was terrifying and i didn't want to see bagul because i was like i'm gonna die if i see him <laughs> even though i have no children um <laughs> don't live in a murder house but uh, you did just move though have you checked the family history of that house it's a brand new build so Chess unless built. it's it's unless it's on like an indian burial ground or like where poltergeist family used to live i think we're okay what about the foreman dying at that house that i didn't the think about that it, one huh? you know yeah. i saw this meme the other day that made me laugh it said there's so much bad stuff happening in America right now. It's almost like it's built on a t- on a bunch of Indian burial grounds. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I saw that today. <laughs> you saw it today? Yeah, on Reddit. Oh. Uh-huh. everything's on Reddit, dude. 
uh yeah so while we watched i would this, say i would say this movie is excellent but i i see why you put yeah, it on your i listened to the movie and looked at the ground the entire time <laughs> and then everybody was like oh let's watch that last scene again and i left the room and waited for them to finish watching it and then came back in. <laughs> so do you like horror movies bro <laughs> uh i yeah to a degree but i never watch any of them because i'm i don't know i got i got so thrown off by uh like J horror movies, yep. Like I think J horror movies are the fucking worst things in the world, and that's like they got huge for a bit. Like after the Ring, it yeah. was like The Grudge, this, that, White Noise, yada yada yada. All these I felt like were all J horror. Dark movies. Water, stuff like that. And I was like, I don't want to watch. The one these. everyone remembers, Dark Water, with right. Jennifer Colley. Yeah, exactly. Basically, just The Ring again. Yeah, but uh, all those came out. I was like, I'm burnt on horror movies. I don't want to watch any, and I really haven't watched any since that fucking craze kind of came up. Oh, there's been a ton of good ones uh, since right. then. Right. Well, M- Matt used to pitch Cabin in the Woods to me, and I was like, that movie looks oh, so fucking it's bad. Incredible. Honestly, Cabin in the Woods is probably in my top 10 movies of all time. Yeah. Right. But it's they, so good. I saw the trailer for it, and I was like, another fucking, you know. Uh, no, just, it's so much more. Yeah. Right. Let's watch it tonight. Okay. Um, right now. Right. All right. Sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Smell you later. Say? Smell you later. Bye. Um, no, but like, it was pitched to me, and I was like, that doesn't seem like what that movie was about. It was like, you gotta fucking watch it. Like, you have to. Yeah. And I looked at, the, when I, I worked at, uh, I work at Newbury Comics, so I looked at the back of the DVD, which actually kind of spoils stuff, because yeah. it actually shows yeah. the, uh, the, like, the Roman monsters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And then, so that kind of piques my interest even more, too. And the movie's great. That's like the most recent horror movie I've seen. But then there's the movie that I want to see, Wicked Bad, Don't Breathe. <gasps> it's so good. You saw it? Yeah, I saw it this weekend. It's <sighs> incredible. It's so good. That movie looks fucking out of control so i have to go see that yeah i'd recommend babadook as well so hey i'm uh, afraid of that i don't want to see that it's really spooky it's really good uh why don't you clean the house i'm gonna clean the house you're hosting baby oh, shit i am hosting so um yeah thank you for listening wait i'm ending the show i'm it. supposed to clean I'll you clean it. the house okay <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody uh so we appreciate you listening to the show this far and in, into it uh we'll do our number ones in a second if you want you can uh get in touch with us by emailing us at uh Top five of death at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash top five of death. There's an Instagram at top five of death. There's a Twitter, you guessed it, top five of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're always on, the number five. Always the number five. Yeah, that's the numeral. Uh, we are getting pretty active on all that stuff, but honestly, we'll be more active if you guys are. So uh, that's like why we kind of like slowed down on Instagram for a while because nobody seemed to like care about it. Uh, but you guys seem to be back now, so we're posting on Instagram again. Uh, inbox us, uh, direct message us, send us uh, emails, get in touch with us. Uh, we are uh, grateful for you to listen. You can also go to patreon.com slash top five of death and uh, and subscribe to our show, uh, our our little bonus episode, which has Cat on it this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, ep- that show is called What's Goofin'? And we talk about news stories. That one actually gets released offset from uh, the top five on Mondays. So you're used to listening to us on Mondays, but you'd be able to listen to us on Wednesday or Wednesday Thursday. Or Thursday. So it's a little bonus uh, that you get halfway through the week. And we talk about goofs, which are news stories. Uh, it's pretty fun. And we would like to have you listening. You just have to donate just a little bit of money. Uh, to the top five show through the Patreon, and uh, also you can leave us iTunes reviews. Uh, we iTunes reviews are huge. The more you got, the more of those you get, the more you get like kind of like spotlighted on the Apple Store, which is where everyone's going to download shit. Uh, and you can uh, 
uh, Google now has like a an a, a podcast thing. Oh, really? That uh, we're on there too. So leave a review there and Stitcher and anywhere else you where the hell you want. Podomatic. Top5Death.com is our URL, and let's get into our number ones. Well, real quick. Yeah. There's no way would I've done that that well. Thank you. You did a great <laughs> job. <laughs> well, I've been doing this for many years. Pro. Yeah. But I want to say, you know, kind of piggybacking off your uh, house cleaning, you know, as far as the interactions on, uh, you know, the Facebook and everything, please keep doing it because Jeff is becoming super involved in the Facebook I love talking to you guys on the Facebook, so please send us messages. Send us anything. Uh, people recently, ooh, a, a gusher, kind of. Um, people recently have been sending us lists. Please do that. Uh, we obviously won't be able to do it immediately. It takes time. It takes a week at least. Uh, but we're going to take all your uh, ideas into... Um, List suggestions, you mean? Yeah, their suggestions. We're going to take them into consideration, and we're going to deliberate and talk about some of them, and we'll hopefully be doing quite a bit of them. This was one of those. This Even though we'd already done this episode, somebody else said we should do a refresher, so we did. Absolutely. So thank you very much for that. Um, all the people who continue to listen, they're regulars that we got. Thank you so much. Um, Peter McKay did mention, with the Patreon, we did the dinner party, which is a fun thing. It's a, like a Skype-esque thing, Google video. I don't fucking know. It's one of those things where you look at us, we look at you. It's kind of weird at first. And then we become good friends. Oh, so, yeah. I love those dinner party boys. Right? And... I oh, and hey, we heard from a ton of girl listeners when we posted that picture of Guido on the Instagram. Yeah, ladies were swooning a little bit. Ladies, ladies are swooning over Guido. Uh, ladies, keep your pants on, dry yourself up, because Guido's <laughs> actually not that good. <laughs> well, he had his shirt off, so he, he, was, did. he was flexing, too. Um, but thank you so much. I do appreciate you as well. But let's get back into it, uh, because I have a number one. Uh, what is it? <sighs> shit. Tell us, tell us. Tell us. Blow it at us. Blow it out your ass. Why do you keep saying that? I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying blow it at us. <laughs> He's choosing to blow it at you with his butt. No, don't. <laughs> oh, should I do that? I think you should. <laughs> oh, no. And also do don't it, conjure do that image. It. Um whole shit, I lost the movie. <laughs> I uh I forgot totally what the name of this movie is. Fro, oh what? yeah. There it is. Okay. I got it. Spill it. Um so this movie. I hate with a bitter fucking passion. Cat mentioned art films, and it just fucking reared its ugly head because I tried to forget about this movie. Sorry. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and this movie popped in my head daughter again. Daughter of a bitch. Sorry. You daughter of a bitch. It just sounds weird. It doesn't roll. <laughs> uh, but anyways, this person makes art films, and I hate them, and I stay away from his movies because they're so fucking bad to me. And this one looks like it's actually really popular and rotten to For the love of God. Is it fine, I'll get to it. What? Take a guess. Is it Shia LaBeouf related? No, it's not. Oh. Um, Alejandro Jodorowsky oh. is the director. Oh, I love some of his movies. <laughs> Holy Mountain is the fucking worst piece of shit I've ever seen in my entire life. I've never even heard of it. It sucks. And I'm sorry if you enjoy that movie, but I hate you. And I hate you with a bitter passion. Um, so our one of my old roommates uh, played this movie at the house. And me and my other roommate sat there and watched it with, with with him for a little bit. And we were just like, what the fuck are we watching? It was just weird shit to be weird. And it wasn't like, uh, what's his name? John Waters weird. This is just like very deeper meaning. So this fucking, I can't even find a good. Uh, Do you know the description of this movie? The, the description that I have is definitely not uh, good. Uh, hold on. 
Here's the uh, synopsis on the movie. In a corrupt, greed-fueled world, a powerful alchemist leads a Christ-like character and seven materialistic figures to the Holy Mountain, where they hope to achieve enlightenment. Got it. Gives you nothing. <laughs> what what happens in this movie? Nothing. Just just weird scenes. And is it better than Holy Man with Eddie Murphy? Nothing's better than Holy Man, <laughs> my brother. Um, no, I don't know. It's just it's just weird. It's just like there's a scene where this dude I don't I don't remember the character's name because I don't want to. Like is in this warehouse with a bunch of like Jesus mannequins, and he's like laying in all these mannequins, and he's just screaming, and then he just starts eating the mannequins. Like one of the mannequins turns into cake like stuff, and he just starts eating it, and like. By the way, when you said this guy's name, Alejandro, whatever. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the Alfonso Curi. Curiosa? Curiosa? Is that how it's pronounced? The guy who directed like Gravity and... Oh, yeah. Uh, that's what I thought you were talking about. I don't know who this guy is. I don't. I don't know who he is. Um, <clears throat> I just... I Harry hate Potter. him. He directed a Harry Potter movie too. Who did he? <laughs> Jodorowsky? No, Alfonso. Alfonso? Um, and it's just weird. Children just- of Men. Yeah, and he, what was the other one that came out <laughs> Let's recently? Let's talk about him instead. <laughs> Please do. Um... I just hate this movie so much, um, and I really don't think anybody should like it. Uh, it's just just artsy for the sake of being artsy. Um, Birdman. Birdman. That's the one you're. Oh right, that's what he just won yeah. the Oscars for. Yeah. It's just it's just I don't know. It's hard to put my finger on it. What it is, it's just weird scenes that don't make any sense. They're supposed to be super visceral and ethereal, and you you you're not supposed to really know the meaning. It's like the the director is interpreting it in this way. Doesn't this movie have like a lot of like animal violence in it too? Uh, I don't really remember animal violence. Like uh, I, I think I remember something about like they like skin like dogs or something and like put them on stakes. Uh, if that's... I couldn't get through this movie so I didn't see all of it. Uh, you think of Cannibal Holocaust where they like eat a turtle? Oh no. Don't oh. bring that back up. <laughs> Oh. I should substitute my number one for Cannibal Holocaust. Sorry. Um, but yeah, Holy Mountain, it's just, I hate art films for the sake of being artsy, and there's nothing that you're showing me. It's just weird colors. It's like Willy Wonka. Like, I'm not saying that it's a bad movie, but you know the, like, fucking, the tunnel scene? Oh, just, yeah. Like, sh- just showing shit. Yeah, Why? Like 2001. Yeah. 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 And, and they, there's uh, a snake crawling out of a lady's eye, and here's some tarantulas and a rainstorm. Yeah, and you're like you're supposed to interpret that because that <laughs> that demonstrates. Did you make those examples up? I did. It's <laughs> my secret passion. I'm actually directing an art film <laughs> right now. Son of a bitch. Uh, daughter of a bitch. You daughter <laughs> of a bitch. But it's just like it's supposed to invoke these feelings in you, and it's like it's kind of what Melancholia did for you, though, Cat. Yeah. Put Where that's like, like a an art real film. Negative way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's I. I'm getting. I'm mad sorry. Talk. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I can tell you. I I'm, pers- I'm now getting pissed off. So you know what? How about you? Bring me back up, cause I'm pissed. You got it, my my brother. My brother. Um, I my number one is a movie called Elephant. Oh yeah, this movie. This is Gus Van Sant. Gus Van, Van Sant. Yeah. Gus Van Sant. Uh, he is an experimental director. Uh, this movie is not an ar- I would not say an art film, but it is a, m- a movie that's filmed in real time mm-hmm. during a school shooting so it sounds kind of cool right it's got a bunch of different characters in it and they uh 
it's real time, so it's like throughout the course of the day, 45 minutes, and then the shooter comes in, and then it's 15 minutes of him, of him like shooting up the school. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, it's but it, so like, fucked up. It, it sounds fucked up, but honestly, it is so mind-numbingly boring and annoying. At the beginning of this movie, it's it's 45 minutes of, and I'm putting this in air quotes for you guys, character building. Yeah. Which is really just unscripted teens yelling at each other. Um, yeah, about there's like a breakup happening or something. Who even can tell? And then, and then you watch the shooter and his like accomplice play video games for a little while. Yep. There's also a scene where a guy walks across a football field. Oh, and they show the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's walking from one side of a football field to the other. Is it no cuts? or No you... cuts. Okay. Well, I mean, they, they've switched between characters, so I guess those counts count okay. as cuts. But uh, actually, maybe there is no cuts at all. Maybe they, the camera like follows them to that character, and then they switch. I think so. That is how it happens, isn't it? Yeah, because it's kind of one of those things where they're all interacting with each other, so it's a, a movement where, like, you're following a couple who's talking and then they walk by somebody and then it just transitions to that person that they walk by. You're right. And a lot of this sounds interesting and I promise you it's not. No. And then when the school shooting thing happens, it actually does get a little interesting. Um, and there's a couple scenes in it that are actually like fairly shocking. But it is uh, a slog to get to something smart in this movie <laughs> or something that yeah is, is worth like your attention. Uh, and then ultimately, it doesn't really like leave a mark or have anything really to say about school shootings. Yeah, it doesn't make a grand statement at all. Like I remember when this movie came out, everybody was like, "It's so important. You need to see it. It just it's it, it's moving. It makes you think." And then it to just like a a rehashing, I think, kind of of just what happened at columbine like right yeah there's it's no it doesn't make you think there's no you know the kids are caught and stopped before they happen and it addresses maybe like why or why whatever. they're doing it In bullying fact, teen mental illness some nothing of, some it of just, the reasons why that they that they actually deliver a couple reasons why the, the kid goes on a school shooting and it's like motivated by the fact that he loves video games w with violence in it right Ugh. and that it, I, there's some element that he's like possibly gay too so it's almost like it has like more to say about people who play games and have a little bit of like a homophobia too like yeah like <laughs> all the violence in the media that's what makes kids commit school shootings and not other things that are going on with them emotionally or mentally that aren't addressed yeah the movie does not do a good job of no. handling its subject matter and it's just boring yeah kind of like this description of it <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's my number one. Gus Van Sant, great job. Yeah, yeah. He also did what, what was it, his big one? Kids. I no, love that movie. That is. Um, that's not Har him. Harmony Corinne or Corinne Harmony Corinne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what was his other big one then? Spring Breakers. Are you kidding? That was Gus Van Sant. Oh no, that was Harmony Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that is totally very different uh, from what he does. My Gus own private Idaho. Yeah, and then he did one recently about Kurt Cobain. Uh, oh. That's Private Idaho, isn't it? No, I don't think so. Did he do Goodwill Hunting? No, no. Oh, it says it's, I <laughs> looked him up. Maybe he produced it. That is famously somebody else. Oh, <laughs> uh, Last Days. Yeah, Last Days. That's the uh, Kurt Cobain one. He did the Psycho remake. Yep. Oh, yeah. 
that is the most unnecessary movie to ever be made. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's um, let's move on to Cat. What's your number one, Cat? So my number one is a video game movie directed by Uwe Boll. Oh, Boll! No yeah. way! <laughs> we could have just done five of his films. It's true. Uh, can you guess which one it is? It's yes, got, I want to try. It's got to right. be Alone in the Dark. No, nope. it, maybe wow. it's um, uh, uh, d- the Dead One. House of the Dead. House of the Dead. Nope. Wow. Oh wow. It is in the name of the King, a Dungeon Siege Tale. That's like one of his most critically acclaimed <laughs> ones too. I don't know. I don't. I don't know this one. This one has like uh, Jason Statham in it. Yeah, too, Jason it? Statham and Ron Perlman and oh Ray Liotta and Burt Reynolds. It's like super star-studded. And isn't um. Megan Fox in it too? No, uh, Lily Sobieski and Claire Forlani. Okay, so <laughs> and Matthew Lillard. Not women on the level of Megan Fox. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I mean, I love Lily Sobieski. Glasshouses. Yeah. You know, one this of the is best. based on a video game. Yeah, things. I think it's the Dungeon Siege. It must be like a WoW type game. Okay. Um, I remembered very little of the plot except for that Jason Statham's name is Farmer. Yep. Mm-hmm. And him and Ron Perlman are from this like poor town and it gets taken over or destroyed by the king who's Burt Reynolds. Ah. And his, I forget if they're his kids or his niece and nephew. But Why Lili- did they give this movie to Uwe Ball? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, Lily Sobieski's character has magical powers, and so does Ray Liotta. He's like a evil sorcerer, so he lures Galleon. her, yeah, and seduces her, and tries to steal her power away to make himself stronger. And Matthew Lillard is just an absolute fool in the movie. Mm-hmm. He's he, good at that. He is just bouncing around, being ridiculous, like. Boppish is the appropriate word to What's use for it? Boppish? <laughs> Foppish. You're just like, oh, my cape and my furs. And mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like just, a, like, my <laughs> only regret is that the audience can't see what you just did with your hands. <laughs> He's like the berries and cream guy, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> berries and cream. Um, What's the SNL character who's like that? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, the fancy the fancy boy. Yeah. I forget his name. It was like Paul Burton's only character. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> kind of like that guy. Um, That's so funny. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember name? that. I don't know the name. I just remember that character very vividly. <laughs> I, I was reading the rest of this plot last night, and I was getting so bored reading it. I was like, there's too <laughs> many characters, too many things are going on. When uh, I went to go see it. like it, reading VCR instructions. Right. <laughs> Uh, when I went to go <laughs> see it, it was me, my brother, my friend. Oh, you saw it in the theater? Yeah, and three other people. Well, because I was in a huge did Jason Statham class? phase. No, I didn't skip class this time. Uh, and it turned into a mystery science theater experience where we're all just making fun of it and yelling at the screen. Because there's only six of us, so it didn't matter. Those um, were the six tickets sold, too. Yeah, exactly. We were the <laughs> entire gross for that film. <laughs> and Burt Reynolds' character, again, spoiler, dies in it. Oh, no. And it's the only death scene Burt Reynolds has ever had. So he spent... Really? So, yeah. He spent so much time reworking it because he wanted it to be epic and memorable. And I cannot tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. my. It's incredible. Uh, I feel like there's yeah. so many good ooey ball choices but i'm glad you went with this one because i didn't know anything about this one uh and we could have talked about house of the dead or um uh he did was the other one that he did that you mentioned fro 
Crowley. Uh, Alone in the Dark. Alone in the Dark. Yeah, he uh, he's done a lot. There uh, are two sequels to this movie. Wow. What? Yeah. With the cast? No, different cast each time. They, they, prob- they probably got Lily Sobieski to come back. Probably, because <laughs> what else is she doing? And Uwe Boll directed the third one, but not the second one. I actually saw Lily Sobieski in a movie recently that was pretty good about her and a friend on a train and they kill somebody at uh murder meat train midnight meat train yeah i forget what it's called but it's it's pretty interesting i like when she pops up every once in a while yeah well he really does just put out so many video game movies he did the blood rain movies uh he did a far cry movie uh what else blubberella well, I don't know. <laughs> he Such made, a classic. He made a movie um, uh, that people were actually like saying was pretty damn good. And it was like an original one that he did. Uh, it's one word starts with an S. Can you find it for me? Seed. Seed. Uh, and I saw it and uh, it was okay. What was that one about? About like a serial killer. Oh. Yeah, it just has a girl on the electric chair. Yeah. It's got a three. Oh. Well, it was okay. I mean, I guess I probably was weighing it against his other works. Yeah. Anything I've else you want to say about uh, what is it? Return of the King. In the name <laughs> of the King. Was it called Lord of the Rings Three: Return of the King? <laughs> yep. <laughs> In the name of the King, a dungeon siege story. Yeah. Stupid you ball. That was Frozen Impression, not Cats, but Cats would sound like this. Stupid ball. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we love you very much. Oh, wait, Pro, you're a clerk. Yeah, I'm running this thing. Okay, when it comes to the hard part, I'll Back take it. Up. Yeah, I'm delegating the work. <laughs> All right. Anyways. True leader. Thank you very much for listening if you made it this far. So, of course uh, they did. Yeah, you did. It's been good. Kat, you've been fantastic. Thank you Thanks, very much guys. for being Thanks, on the Kat. show. Appreciate it. BWK, as always. Yep. You're here all the time. Not really, <laughs> but. Um, and you always got me, people. So I just want to say thank you very much. And I think Matt says what? Uh, sniff you goodbye? No. What? Come on, say it right. No, you know what? Cat, you say it. Smell you later. <laughs>